0: The Shear Podcast is
1: partnering up with Jo Malone London again this year and on today's episode we want to talk about some of its best gifts ahead of Valentine's Day. Home to some of the most iconic fragrances, its offering has something for every preference. From gift cards to its coveted three wick candles and thoughtful sets, the brand makes gifting easy, even for the fussiest person in your life. Don't miss its heart box gift sets either, which make a great gift for your girlfriends full of nourishing bath and body care. As with all Jo Malone London gifts, the complimentary packaging and wrapping adds to the luxury, and you'll get free next day delivery on all orders over £150 too. Shop and discover all fragrances and discover complimentary benefits and services at jomalone.co.uk. You're listening to the Shitlucks Podcast. Your guide to a more stylish life. Hello and welcome to the Show Team Podcast with me Heather Steele. Today I'm joined by Sherry Andrew, Vanessa Menrad and Jordina Blusky. Hello everyone. Hi. It's Blue Monday today but I actually feel quite energized today. I feel like it's not the bluest Monday there could be personally. Me me too. When it's announced as well you're like okay no
2: I'm gonna be in a good mood today.
1: Yeah (laughs) I think so. But yeah. it is blooming cold outside, so... It's Baltic. We've got hot, hot cups of tea, coffee, <laughs> a rug, <laughs> just in case. This is my new best friend now. I've got one of those. I don't well. need, it does not
2: leave my side yet. Yeah, I just tuck it in there and then it's like a
1: scarf. And then as soon as I walk outside, I'm like... Yeah, clothing. Yeah. I got one of those on Christmas from Monkey. Like it's really useful. It's, it's so handy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was cold at the weekend as well, but what did everyone get up to? Sherry? Oh gosh, it was very cold. So I had a very chill
3: weekend. I'm really trying not to make any January plans because I don't want to. (laughs) 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 Honestly, it's too cold and... I was hearing someone the other day talk about winter being a really slow time and it's a time to like be with the seasons and just hunker down mm. and have lots of nice food so I'm trying not to it, be too busy um but I did go out for dinner last night with Lam we went to Bebe Bob. Yeah I saw that. Oh Seoul. I saw that as I well, was like yeah. oh. tell,
0: tell me Sherry. Guys it was. I keep going.
3: It was delicious so the vibe was so nice we got there I think at about two on Sunday afternoon and, and it? so it's in so it's just behind Carnaby Street oh, okay. so it's kind of opposite Bob Bob Ricard which mm. is just a restaurant um, so this is like a more affordable chain because Bob Bob Ricard is very nice but it is expensive yeah it's um, got a
1: press for champagne button so oh, that yeah. goes to show oh, you that's what's called BB
3: Bob one. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's so cute it's so cute um, and yeah the staff there are so lovely and they kind of just do one thing at the moment so you get like a chicken they have two types and then you just order all your size like roast potatoes cauliflower cheese we had some and kale, oh,
1: what a nice sunday It's yeah. so that nice, is.
3: and we had a tart tartan to share, yes. just a little sweet treat. Mm. Um, but a balance, I was like, let's not get too pudding, just share one. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really lovely, so yeah, that was like my highlight of the weekend. We were talking about the interiors earlier, it's mm. just beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, so cool. It's very lots of like dark blues and pops mm. of red, quite I don't, like modernist, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I would say so, and it wasn't too busy as well. So, if you want like a quick lunch in town or a longer lunch on the weekend, I really recommend it. So yeah, that was really
1: nice. Lovely. Vanessa?
3: I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty
2: much the same. I January for me is like the only month of the year where I can be like, I have no plans and everyone's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I had yesterday, my favourite Sunday and I right. woke up and we prepped uh, pancakes and then kind of had a brunch and, like, you know, had some music on, had some Prosecco. Oh, that's and so then nice. Yeah, and then afterwards, we'd, like, you know, all get dressed um, and go out to the park and, like, have a little walk. And then afterwards, we went to the pub for a oh, little that's drink. That's and so honestly, nice. it's, like, so simple and it's not a lot of money spent because, obviously, January, I feel like is quite, like, you don't want to spend any money. Yeah, but was yeah. yeah. trying to make yeah, it up for... Yeah, exactly. December. But it was just so perfect. And then it, I got home... Um, in the evening and I cuddled up in bed and I was like, oh, my God, it feels so wholesome. Aww. Like, actually, I did go for drinks on Saturday night just to catch up with a friend, but nothing, nothing crazy. But chill. Yeah, everything lit. just
1: so chill. Did you go any where where did you go pub wise and bar wise? Any good recommendations?
2: Um so on Saturday we went to the Grand in Notting Hill. We originally I wanted to go to Kaya, which is a bar on oh, Goulburn yeah. Road, mm. which I really love.
1: Yeah, I love um, Kaya. Yeah, it's Food's like really Yeah, yeah, and well. the
2: vibe is so like yeah. nice and cute, especially downstairs, downstairs. where they have the records and things, yeah um but sadly they were completely booked out they've become very popular now i know now. the last time
1: i went it was like you could only get a table at six yeah so it was yeah really busy, exactly. which is nice
2: to see yeah of course so yeah we went to the grand in on portobello road in notting hill a lot of places are restaurants mm-hmm. mainly and bars like on the side so it's yeah. hard to get a, a table just for drinks mm-hmm. but we got one in the end and then on sunday we went to the Lapbrook arms oh, yeah i think it is, is we kept walking past it on our hot girl walks um, and <laughs> that's what we call them um and we we're like oh my god this looks really cute we should go there so we went there just for a pint but I kid you not I walked in there and the smell of their rose, and I saw it on the all best. the tables we were that close but uh, you know we're not spending much money this month uh, <laughs> but, yes, but it's tonight. on the list because yeah. Che- yeah. oh the cauliflower cheese looked so it I could smell mm. it I was like this is so insane. so i i, I from just from the looks i recommend it for food yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: that's very it's simple. important to have a good pub yeah. up your sleeve
4: for yeah roast, exactly
1: I think. Georgina.
4: oh i mean same theme <laughs> of <January. laughs> really know uh,
1: anyway, everyone's saying that and then they've still got like something fun to mention mm,
4: uh <laughs> i did not go out at all i was very firmly in um and it, yeah it was really nice actually i have mm. to say i'm kind of leaning into it i'm definitely yeah. hibernating but lots of cooking Oh, nice. Lots of cooking. Ooh. So I've had in my cookbook, on my cookbook shelf for quite a while, Speedy Bosch. Oh, yeah. Which is the vegan, is it two guys, Yeah, I think? yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure they've been the on SMM. Yeah, I didn't I know they had a Speedy Bosch. It a good one. So I tell you what. Do I need it? <laughs> well, I baked a kind of banana cake. Yeah. You bake it in the microwave for eight minutes. Oh, In right. the microwave? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then the icing was this like peanut butter, plant based butter, um, and icing sugar that you blitz and then you spread it over and it sort of starts melting because it's sort of oh, still warm cool. and Ooh. steamy. Ooh. And then you put on like dry banana chips because the actual sponge has banana in it. Oh my God, it was delicious. Oh, and the whole thing took like good. 15 minutes. And it That's is cool. like show stopping. It's really cool. Ooh. And you could really decorate it and go to town. On yeah. It. Um, and then I did another one from their book, which was again, no baking cake um it was like a, a rocky road fridge cake oh nice where well, i spent a good 15 minutes just smashing up oreos ginger nuts pretzels and you kind of mix it all in and then put it in the freezer oh it's just great it's like bars of crunchy oh yeah. yumminess mm. a lot of sugar that weekend. sounds so good that would last about one day in my house <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i then like i'm, I'm tupper wearing it this you know to yeah. it, and uh I think by Sunday afternoon, most of it gone and Unreal. I made it all so, I'm not surprised yeah. that sounds
1: extremely more It's rich. quite addictive. Yeah. yeah. So, you need a <laughs> I have, I know we've spoken about it so many times, but I have been cooking from Jamie's 15 minute meals again oh, loads this statistics. last week or two because yeah, sometimes you do just want something nice after work mm. but you just can't be bothered to spend. Mm. Long and also day. you don't need to. No. Actually, if you've got the right ingredients, um,
4: there's no reason why you can't rustle up something super tasty yeah. and healthy. Satisfying. But
1: in like, 20 minutes yeah so true nothing
3: like a a good cookbook to give you some more inspo especially at this time of the year I've
1: been cooking a few things from Molly Baz's book that came out at the end of last year called more is more is more and it's yeah amazing you look at it at first and it looks like it's super indulgent like everything Mm -hmm. seems very cheesy or very buttery or you know very meaty but actually there are some amazing salad recipes in there and other sort of interesting sort of things that you can do quite quickly but I think I made about six things from there and everything's Ooh. been insanely good so oh I love oh, that.
4: So. it's definitely the month for cooking yeah I think yeah, yeah, and yeah, also yeah. like sometimes I do just want a salad and like yeah. raw crunchy yeah, fresh yeah. things I don't always want like mm-hmm. the pie or the yeah. soup you it's know true. it's nice to have a bit of mm-hmm. a mixture mm-hmm. I feel I need to do more batch cooking though
1: yeah so yeah, I also, to continue theme, didn't mm. do very much at the weekend, but I did have a really fun Friday night. So I went to Ronnie Scott's, which was really fun, hadn't been there for quite a long time. So I went to one of the earlier shows... Uh, to see this composer and musician called Greg Fote, which was amazing. And then after that, I went to a new Georgian restaurant that's opened in Soho called King Kali, which is... Sorry, a Georgian restaurant, as in the building or the food? The
3: food. What does that mean, (laughs) like obscure
1: ingredients then? Not really, no. I really like Georgian food. There's a really good restaurant... um, in Hackney called Little Georgia and also when I went to Moscow I think about eight years ago they've got quite a few Georgian restaurants and oh, hang on a minute Georgian as in the country
4: yes what <laughs> <are you laughs> <mentioning three laughs> period of time no <laughs> I thought you'd be like <laughs> some <laughs> like Victorian <laughs> Pudding, I mean, and
1: then some like Georgian Georgian yeah. to everything. be fair I mean there are so many themed places out there I mean it could be a Bridgerton-esque True. No, True. Georgian I think there's country. a gap in the market well, <laughs> <a> Georgian era <laughs>
4: well,
1: I don't know suet pudding I mean, you
4: had it here first yeah. just to
1: right. no. make no, so the country of okay. Georgia okay so um, what, is, what is that so lots of um, traditionally like quite a lot of like meat stews ricotta they like have they have their own type of sort of ricottery yogurt, like a sour yogurt that goes with everything, which is amazing, amazing flatbreads, uh and lots of amazing sort of slow cooked vegetables. Mm. So when we went we had like this amazing slow cooked aubergine, which they'd cooked mm. for twenty four hours, but I promise you it was just the most amazing flavorful thing. It was like really spicy, but with this amazing yogurt on the site to sort mm. of neutralise it all. But it's mainly Centred around these dumplings called King Kali. And they're amazing. They're just so good. One's filled with Wagyu. One was filled Ooh. with longestines. One was filled with mussels. Just super, super tasty. That sounds um, so nice. Yeah. It's really like different. Yeah, it was mm. really different. But the chef is Georgian, but he's kind of done a modern interpretation of what the traditional food is Mm -hmm. back in Georgia but the restaurant itself is super modern looking it's on Charlotte Street or just off Charlotte Street but it's got you know there's sort of almost concrete walls and low lighting and then some branches everywhere so it kind of looks very natural but very modern at the same time and then there's a bar downstairs called bar kinky which Ooh. strange name but another <laughs> sort of riff on the Kinkali carly uh dumplings but the cocktails were amazing like really innovative like twists on what you would usually have so mm. i had an amazing is like their take on a Negroni, but it had loads of coriander in and strawberry, Ooh. but it didn't taste really sweet. It was really nice. So mm, yeah, that sounds nice. If you want a yeah. slightly different experience, I definitely recommend it. They had a really good tasting menu. That sounds so nice. Yeah. yeah. So that was my friend got home really late, watched Traitors uh, until one a.m., then went to sleep, and then had a very boring weekend. <laughs> the Friday made up. Yeah.
3: Right? But when you go out on the Friday night, the weekend just seems so much longer. Yeah. yeah. I hate going out on a Saturday.
1: Friday, I'm there. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Mm, mm. Yeah, we'll talk TV. We won't talk traitors, even though I want to. I'd have to just sit here for the next hour. And I haven't started season two it. yet, so I thought would
4: be so spoilers.
3: Good. I'm with you, but so I think good. it was
1: covered. It was covered. The only thing I will say, I will recommend the traitors uncloaked. Oh, what? I watched one of them. Yeah. So, if anyone doesn't know, it's basically a sort of podcast. Format show that's like, on after the trade. It's like when they have Bake Off and then they have Exa- an extra slice. Yeah, oh. yeah. It takes two. It takes two. exactly. Yeah, so it's like the behind the scenes. Yeah, it down. exactly. Ed Gamble presents it, yeah. which is really funny, and they have like various different guests. But the bit I really like about it is that. The person who got murdered in the last episode and the person who got banished in the previous episode sit mm. down together and they find out who the traitors are. And yeah. it's so good, like the reveal, uh, when they're like saying who. The because, because also, are, so spoiler good. alert, but because they're not guessing the
4: right people no. at the moment. No, no, no. It no, no, is no. a real shock yeah. when they open that piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, their and reactions like, are oh, wow. Priceless.
1: <gasps> so yeah <laughs> so it, good it's worth watching it just for that just for that honest. bit yeah. yeah I also watched a fun reboot this weekend I watched Gladiators oh I've heard so much <laughs> I've about heard this about but this. I, I missed it was I'm it afraid. any good though it was amazing really so I loved Gladiators back in the day in the 90s absolutely <laughs> obsessed with it that surprises me how much no, I know why it was like seven <laughs> yeah, I had the annuals I absolutely loved it <laughs> who was your favourite Gladiator back I in the actually really liked wolf like the bad guy like not in a fancying way i think even as a kid <laughs> when you were seven yeah so neighbor, like, well. like i always found the men just perturbingly muscly i think Mm. but um, I thought all the women were really cool like jet and lightning and everyone were like wait I'm know. sorry what is this?" sorry <laughs> what
2: is it? I was like talking about <laughs> so, 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 like, it was like a movie apologies I thought I thought they might have
1: had a version in Germany but maybe not no it's essentially in the 90s it was this big tv show and there are basically a group of elite sort of bodybuilders called the gladiators oh, okay, and then okay. every week four sort of normals who are into fitness and stuff, basically have to go up against the gladiators and do all these various challenges. And at the end, there's this eliminator challenge where they have to do various things and then run yeah. up this horrible thing. And then whoever wins it like gets the through or something. Yeah, that's the gauntlet's back this series. So they have one
4: thing, <laughs> like you know, a, a Q-tip. Yeah. They would have like a giant bar. Oh with yes, like a, it's like a gi- and they would be like like this, trying to kind of knock each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. were like yeah.
1: very really... light, Yeah, <laughs> why
4: did they bring that?
1: <laughs> Honestly, watch <laughs> well, it; it's so good. Does well. It does quite.
4: Oh, yeah, so yeah, it does. This is BBC. It, isn't it is. So yeah, I guess yeah. they needed something. Like
1: family entertainment, uh, yeah, I feel it's at five thirty Saturday. Exactly, it was on at ten to six. It's, it's perfect tea time, but it's all in front of a live audience as well. But mm. they basically, I think the reason I really enjoyed it is because they haven't tinkered with the format at all. They just like the music's exactly the same, like. It's very oh. clever. They've just I'm kind nostalgic. of not not mucked around with it too much. Who's the referee? It's not John Anderson. Oh. But, that um, was like the iconic yeah, Scottish accent. Yeah. yeah. No, so it's different refs, but essentially it's the same. And I like the new gladiators as well. They all look a lot of fun. Oh, very I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> that one, no. Can't wait. Well, again, on. that's what you need in January, just something a bit fun. Some light relief, exactly. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Has anyone else been watching anything good? This Gosh. is the opposite of
3: light relief. Yeah. <laughs> Traumatic, I would say. It's society of the Snow, and is about a group of, I think they're from Uruguay. Yeah. Uh, in the seventies, it's a true story. So, of uh, it was a rugby team. They went over to was it Chile, somewhere? In yeah, Chile, South America, um, for this tournament match, and their plane actually crashed in the Andes, and it is a story of them having to survive in the wilderness. Like about half of the people die, the other half survived, and then you see them
4: over the course of. It's literally like three months. Really? They so have have to I think it's 70 in... something days, isn't yeah. it? And uh, they're, yeah, half the planes, like it, it crashes in the snow. The tail end goes, the pilot's yeah. like dead on impact pretty much. Mm. So they're just stranded. Yeah. Um, but they also kind of land in this sort of dip. Mm. So it's about 10 or 15 minutes into the film. They can hear planes looking for them, oh. but they can't, They can't be seen somehow. And one of them goes off to see what's over the hill after a few days that they've been there. And then when he's there, he turns around and he realises from that view, you actually can't see the... Yeah. um, Uh,
3: The plane. I mean, the plane is white. and Wreckage. The wreckage, (laughs) the wreckage, (laughs) yeah. And it's, yeah, their story of how they survived. So in the end, I think it was 14 that actually survived. Oh, wow. That's quite impressive. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, you get really emotionally invested. I think it feels really traumatic and i felt like it really stayed with me i'm getting stressed out Honestly. just listening oh. to this mm. it's, because <laughs> it's because it's a true story yeah it's like, yeah. really young like average age like 25 really yeah wow. and with other civilians like there's a couple like a husband and wife you see how they kind of like band together and really try and and make it through but in like the worst conditions imaginable and everything that goes wrong boys mm. there's like, this avalanche there's like extreme weather conditions, as you'd expect, they're literally out of a mountain. I just how did they do? It just it? blows wow. my mind how any of them survive that. It's just yeah, unimaginable. Gosh.
4: You get a real insight into a lot of characters. There are a lot of people who have survived at the beginning, mm. and I think you really feel quite invested for all of them. And it's very clever in the way that when characters die, they you you feel a real sadness because they have actually spent time on those characters rather than just focusing on the ones who are going to survive. Mm -hmm. I don't think there are some really, really tender, beautiful moments that are very upsetting. And then there are other bits where you watch it and you just think there's apps,
1: like what would I do in that situation? That's the impression I got when I was reading about it before. Mm -hmm. It's a real, makes you think like can you imagine yourself yeah. and oh, i
4: mean i think okay. it's pretty well known that there's a kind of element of cannibalism in the film yes um not
3: not, not you know they don't kill each other but no that's, yeah no one's uh, murdered to but survive. but a really a really good enjoyable watch I think it's done really well it was nominated for golden globe mm. um it might win an oscar yeah so yeah it's, so... it's a really good film just very is it's prepare yourself yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's
4: just done um, with a lot of tenderness and
3: kind of it sensitivity. Like it's been, yeah
1: respectfully yeah. done because yeah but, i mean there's a wrong in the, nothing, in the wrong about, pans, it could probably be yeah. very like oh a gore fest mm. or, yeah oh, and yeah. it definitely
4: isn't that at all it's it's um, yeah, like I said, really sensitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: Oh, that sounds really... Oh, yeah, I'll give that a really, yeah. really, yeah, I've been meaning to watch that, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vanessa, have you seen anything good recently?
4: Um, well,
2: TV show-wise, I w- we, re- we literally over this weekend watched... Um, I think this came out in 2020, and we only watched it because Paul Mescal was in it. Um, it's called <laughs> The Deceived. It's basically about a teacher that he's in Cambridge, and he um, sleeps with his student, but he's married... And then his wife dies. The funeral is in Ireland because he and her are both Irish, and she comes to Ireland to find him because she's pregnant. It's only four episodes, um, so it's not too long. Um, each episode's an hour, I think. And it was really fun to watch. Like we, I actually like had a bit of a jump at some point because like it's just a bit creepy and also poor mascot wasn't in it as much as i hoped he would Oh, be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, he was teacher? a side
2: character no oh. he was um, he was just a guy in the village in that irish village that they, they didn't stay there oh. <laughs>
1: did, you, did that come out just before normal people do you reckon if it was 20 or yeah, maybe yeah, filmed he was, it yeah, yeah, before yeah, yeah. he yeah. was big
2: news i'm not gonna lie we didn't think it was gonna be this like intense of a show we just thought it was like a
1: murder mystery sort of vibe but i did really enjoy it in the end just very quickly i know we've done loads of tv chat but did anyone else watch mr bates versus the post office i've been dipping in and out but i, I yes i'm basically watching it so good so yeah um it was a thing that came out right at the beginning of-
0: hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news
1: Um, the ITV drama about the post office scandal and uh all the sub postmasters who were wrongly accused of theft Mm. and other things and lots of people end up going to prison some people died before they got exonerated and yeah obviously it's been in the news a lot because since the drama came out there's been movements to actually Mm. sort of do something about it after all these years and i mean you'll have read loads of things in the news about it already so you need me to Bang on about that, but I do urge everyone if you haven't seen the drama to watch it because it is truly mm-hmm. amazing. We watched all four episodes in one night. Like, we went, yeah, okay. four one-hour episodes. We weren't intending to. We were just like, oh, should we just watch this? Uh, this was with my boyfriend's mum at the beginning of the year, like oh, something that you know you'll watch with your parents, mm-hmm. sort of thing. And yeah, we stayed up till half 11 watching every single episode, which his mum definitely never usually does. But <laughs> it's so absorbing and you just... Yeah, it's gripping. I think a lot of people remember when there were the initial sort of convictions were overturned a few years ago. But it really is amazing, A, to sort of see how it all unfolds, but also... I remember all that happening in the news, but I hadn't appreciated that. They still haven't got any of the yeah. compensation. Yeah, that's Like, it, the story just had just got buried once again. And now, all of yeah. a sudden, well, thankfully... thanks to a TV drama. Yeah. I mean, how yeah.
4: ridiculous that it takes a drama
1: it's <laughs> on so TV true. to finally get justice
4: yeah. for all these yeah, yeah, yeah. wronged
1: mm. people and their families. And... It is shocking. Like, when you watch it, it's genuinely... Yeah. You, yeah. You'll feel so all angry. And... Well, many. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I mean...
1: It wasn't just that people lost jobs and lost salaries. Like they invested everything they had in these post offices. That was meant to be their retirement fund, their livelihood, the thing that Mm. got their kids through school, all of these Mm. things. And that was just instantly taken away from them. They were all sort of evicted from their post offices. Like everything Mm -hmm. was gone. So many people went to prison, had to pay back this missing money that wasn't missing. It's, Mm. yeah, it's a very shocking watch, but it's, yeah, amazingly well acted the cast is brilliant mm-hmm. yeah. has anyone watched For me once no. no no i want to watch
4: it so oh gosh, it. I I keep wanting yeah to start how it, is it <laughs> well i'm gonna <laughs> oh, say Steve. it was on whilst i was doing a lot of my mm. cooking um other people in the house are watching it and i so i kind of would say i was like 70 percent concentrating yeah. so i don't want to give like a sort of i don't want to suggest i've watched it all yeah you know, meticulously it was like watching TV in a set of Gogglebox. The amount of people on the sofa going, "Oh my god!" But hang on, what about this and what about oh, that? Nice. <laughs> you... So there was. If you're into kind of watching something and trying to work out the twists and turns, and it seems that that is um, that is a good one. And yeah, Michelle King's really good. I've seen a lot of TikToks. Yeah, of
3: people taking the piss out of Michelle King. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> not in a bad way, but more like. She's, she's, I think she's quite over the top, and hmm.
4: what she's saying, I get the impression that she's repeating herself quite a lot. Well, yeah. And there's also. <laughs> this- <laughs> Uh, definitely I mean I I think it's something like eight episodes felt like it probably could wow, be been rousing that's a lot. there's kind of a lot of shouting and a lot of like <laughs> I'm just going to go out and find out who's done that now and then she's yeah. like she used to be telling Joanna Lumley who's her mother-in-law to fuck off quite oh, a lot wow. and then <laughs> Joanna like, oh like you can fuck off and I was like oh, God, what's going on this sounds good and um, it's just it's, it's, I think it's just really entertaining I you say it sounds like EastEnders yeah but the other thing I have watched and I'm
1: just going to say it
4: as a, please don't waste your time oh, watching this okay. film. Was the new Vigil.
1: Oh. oh. no, no, See, no. I sort of oh, saw no. that came, that was coming out, but it didn't really have much fanfare, did it, compared to series well, one on the subway. Well, it's a eight. complete
4: kind of damp squid of a TV Ooh. drama. I really oh, wouldn't no. recommend it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend well, I won't waste my time
3: I was going to say, that, <laughs> saying, yeah, <laughs> but
4: I just think
1: it's, it's important to know, was, know what not to watch as I I was about, about to say that doing god's work jordine (laughs) uh sherry you had a feature for us
3: yes so i was reading about fka twigs over the weekend because she has a new campaign with calvin klein that's actually been banned in the uk i saw her post about this even though only two people have gone to ofcom and complained which is so low. i mean at the time of recording this is monday so it might be more but um they have said that it is gratuitous and it's over sexualizing her body but this is the same month of jeremy allen white's calvin klein ad um where he is you know arguably just as naked more and so sexu- and, like that's even, been sexualized yeah. all over the- i mean
2: every yeah. tiktok i see even at workplaces people are like yeah. oh my god you know just on their phones like girls <laughs> but even like, <laughs> exactly. even around exactly. our desk last week there was yeah. some, you know, some positive right, yeah. murmuring Evaluation. 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 yeah yeah <laughs> indeed. but like what's the difference because like? in i'm I, I saw like in her thing i think it said like because they said it was too much focus on her body rather than the clothes and then i'm like yeah but like no, she's video, draped in a, a really nonsense. nice calvin yeah. klein denim yeah. shirt which i yeah. think yeah. it just felt yeah it just feels a bit Unfair. I think it's just massively because, you know, unfair. It feels, it just yeah, it feels double like... Double standards. to... Yeah. yeah to new if life. this was a guy, go- that wouldn't have happened. Well, it, it didn't did happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But even if he did the same, you know, like, if he was fully naked just with a with a shirt on, like, yeah. it was the, yeah. his was a bit different in the sense, but even if it was the exact same picture, just with him instead... Yeah, 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 yeah. I
4: don't know. I don't get it because she's posed for the picture. She's given her position. Mm. She loves it. She Mm. looks
1: incredible. She does, yeah.
4: Why does it, why should it matter?
1: I really liked her response to it though because she posted her own sort of Instagram Mm. saying that, yeah, she's really proud of the shoot and really stands by it because she does just look like an amazing, strong woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Grace Jones and she references lots of other women that she is inspired by in that. Yeah. And you look at the photo and she does just look strong, healthy, incredible. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. there's nothing sexy about it for me, really. No, you can see a bit of bum yeah. there. It's like yeah. agreed. It's not a sexual pose. Like I find mm-hmm. it really shocking that they found it. I'm amazed oh. that two people is enough
4: yeah, to that's bring actually an ad exactly campaign exactly to a close. Sorry, actually it's
3: it's Watchdog, not ofcom which yeah. is obviously for T V. But yeah, and then they they reference that, you know, Calvin Klein have always done Kind of provocative mm, advert yeah. I mean, Brooke Shields back in the nineties. I mean, they've had countless people over the years. So why her specifically? Yeah, I don't know if that's me being really cynical of thinking, like maybe it's a little bit of race at you know race at play. Mm. It Who very knows, well could be. Yeah, could unfortunately, be. not sure. But yeah, so uh, maybe maybe it will be overturned. Who knows? But I just think it's really sad. Yeah, it really so. a big thing for her as well and her you know, at a point in her career, like to be a Calvin Klein, you know, model, that's a big deal. It's also, sort of A, taken a, away
1: from her. a yeah. lot of those Calvin Klein adverts are for underwear, mm. so we've got to kind exactly. of show yeah. some skin, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like couldn't mm-hmm. the Kardashians do some Calvin Klein ads a couple of years ago? I feel like they weren't Probably. getting cancelled over that. And they're always making anyway, so
2: yeah. I don't yeah. get bad. But I'm glad that like it's getting so much attention. Yeah. Like yeah. people are Agreed. like annoyed about it and people share it and people support like all her plans like obviously like we're
1: commenting like yeah that's uh, true ultimately this is a really good it's a clever advert isn't the tagline Mm. nothing but calvin's like it kind of it works Mm, with with what it's doing yeah Yeah. Yeah. anyway hopefully it'll get overturned you say uh vanessa you had a piece for us as well yes so
2: it's on the guardian
1: and it's called
2: yes it's cold it's wet and it's dark but here are nine reasons to love january and at first I was like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> but it's actually it, it's, it was actually really funny and I really enjoyed it. January is the perfect excuse as number one, which, you know, we talked about earlier anyways. No one will question things That's in January. True. It's like, <laughs> if you can't <laughs> make it, it's like, oh, it's you January.
3: You away a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. And no one expects you to look good or be cheerful. Don't <laughs>
3: worry. Yeah. Do you know
2: what I mean? Like, I just feel like you don't have to put as much effort in because everyone's kind of like, oh. If you come into work with like a hood on and a cap on, people will be like, "Yeah, January." <laughs> it's true. She does say it is aesthetically pleasing in the sense of the sunrise and the sunset, as much as like you know, she's like ignore the time in between. But the sunrise and sunset when it's sunny is actually stunning at it, the minute. Yeah, because of it's the like true. orangey color, like you really feel like yeah, it's it's really beautiful. Other people exercise for you. um, Where she says, "I have sincerely tried several times to book Pilates classes this month, but they're all booked up." Scientifically speaking, this means I have done Pilates. That's January maths. (laughs) 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 Then you can become a Beatrix Potter creature. Um, I actually didn't know who Beatrix Potter is, but I got the vibe from like when I was reading.
1: A very British author, so yeah. yeah. I I feel like that (laughs) was
2: your weekend. Like you know, cook up nourishing. Foods, delicious, like creative users, blah, 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 this sort of thing.
4: Okay? Hibernating, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. yeah, whatever the hedgehog's called. Um, Mrs. Mrs. Tiggy. <laughs> 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 and
2: then the last one, which is also one of my top contenders, it really can't get any worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's Why something no? optimistic about it. It's not gonna get worse. It's only gonna get better.
4: Well, That's actually true. talking about things getting better, I was in the supermarket on Saturday and I walked out and it was something like half four quarter to yeah. five. And I was like, it's not pitch black? Yeah. yeah, it's kind of, it's dark, but it's not, yeah, mm-hmm. dark, dark. Mm-hmm. And already it's, it's starting. just starting. A little to get bit. slightly
1: longer.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, apart
1: from, you know, having a good excuse to do F all, mm-hmm. what's everyone's favourite thing about January? Let's have some positivity. Sherry? I love winter food and I love winter yeah. anyway. Obviously January isn't as exciting as
3: other months, but yeah, all the food that comes in into season... You know, it's just a nice excuse to eat lots of potatoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. String down, lots of soups. And just being cosy. Just the, the act of being cosy at mm. home. Hot water bottle, blanket. Yeah. And not feeling guilty for not going yeah. out. That's
2: a yeah. very good point. Yeah. Vanessa? Yeah. Well, I'm a big planner. So my favourite part about January is planning the year. You yeah. know, like, I have my vision board. I make my yeah. vision board ready. I actually make my vision board in January, not in Ooh. December. Because mm. I prefer, like, you know, already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, I start planning, you know, this is what I want to do in the next upcoming months, this is where I want to go, you know. And also, my birthday is in February, so I'm, go. like, <laughs> that's probably even, like, more exciting than than the planning for the years, the planning for the birthday for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. It occupies most of January for no reason.
1: Like I- <laughs> yeah. Gina, what's your favourite thing about January?
4: Um, so it's like one kind of goes with the other. So in December, you know, you see everybody. And yeah. You're like, oh, we must see each other before Christmas. Yeah. Why we all think that, but we do. <laughs> yeah. So by January, I'm like, I don't need to see anyone because I definitely saw you within the last four weeks. That's I know strange. that that's happened. So again, it's that kind of hibernating. But then on the other side of it, kind of like looking inwards a bit. Mm. So without jumping into the new year, new you thing, which I'm not a massive fan on, it does, you do just have a bit of space, I think, mm-hmm. in your yeah. diary, even yeah. your day, time. I guess just having some mental space to yeah, turn sure. inwards and have mm-hmm. some self reflection and some self care and all of that. But you know, I do quite like that side of it, yeah. Um, it's quite selfish, mm-hmm. kind of a selfish yeah. time of year. You know, I don't think it's nice selfish
2: though, you
4: know, it's self well, care, yeah. That's true, same thing no <laughs> it's <So> important <laughs> yeah
3: so i think that yeah. is my favorite part
1: what
4: about
3: you
1: heather what's your favorite i like january because i get loads of reading done again it all plays into what we we're already saying about having more free time but i think yeah i always start off being like oh i'm going to read loads of books this year and like january to march i end up reading like 12 or so and then it just drops off for the rest of the year and i sort of read a couple <laughs> from there so i do like that chance but also yeah like thinking about holidays for the year. Like all I think it's a good time to get excited about things. Mm. But yeah, definitely mm-hmm. plotting a few holiday ideas in my head. On the um subject of sort of looking inward and like goal setting for the year and all those things on um the community, somebody was asking how do you stay motivated in the winter and set goals for the year? I was wondering if anyone had any sort of concrete tips for anybody who might be looking at how to sort of Ooh, well, look ahead for the year.
4: Mo- well, going on to the first bit, mo yeah. staying motivated. I saw a really good post from Stephen Bartlett on Instagram and he was talking about this idea of staying motivated. And he said actually you can't stay motivated. Mm-hmm. No one can be a hundred percent motivated all of the time. So actually it's better to kind of have moments of being motivated, mm-hmm. but don't expect yourself to be motivated for the entirety of January or in fact yeah. the year. And with that goal setting in mind, just, I guess it's kind of like go easy on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Mm. Because you can't you can't carry on at 100 miles mm-hmm. an hour at 100%, uh, you know, giving it your all all the time. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. not possible you burn out. By february yep, so, yeah <laughs> i would say i
1: think that is what happens when people try and set new year's resolutions yeah in that mm. kind of black and white term. Yeah. yeah yeah and like
4: when none of us are going to change overnight just because it's yeah. january and that's the worst time of year to try and mm. like radically change things yeah. i would say so yeah i just thought and that really stayed with me yeah, I thought yeah. it was really interesting just like take the pressure off in terms of say if it's like fitness or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. one thing i've read is that you should um just have it in your diary on the days you're going to exercise so it's not you don't have to make the decision, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's just there, and that's what you do at six thirty a.m. on a Tuesday. You go and do your run or yoga. I see. So it's not even up for discussion okay. internally. Yeah, this is obviously mm-hmm. you just go and do it. Yeah, that's
2: it. If it's workout related, I'd also say it's nice to have a partner to do it with. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying a romantic partner I yeah mean, like for example if I'm like I want to start running now if I find someone who runs with me then if we make plans to get up at 6 30 and run I can't back out because yes, the other like person's
4: accountability
2: re- so yeah that's sort of much because I'm someone if I'm if I don't want to get out of bed I will not it, it can be in my calendar yeah. or Like <laughs> it just. Uh, <laughs> but if it's more if it's more work related or like more generally related I always find that it really helps the reason we get so like discouraged is because we take all these bad things and you know they overtake so remembering every little good thing like even writing a list mm-hmm. of like this is a good thing that happened today or like this is something nice my boss said to me today or you know just like focusing on these nicer things even if they're small yeah where, like just naturally make you feel more motivated about things because right now it is darker it is all a bit sad so it helps just to yeah even you know, even if your friend's like, Oh, I love your outfit. Yeah. Like if you write that down and then later on when you feel, oh, nothing nothing looks good right now, and then you read that little comment that someone it's made true. about you, you remember, oh, someone did like it the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. not yeah. wrong. That's no, true.
4: I think that goes both ways. If you pay someone a compliment and you see that the reaction that that person had, Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
4: you're like, oh, I made someone's day today when I yeah. told them that mm-hmm. I loved the way they did something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or made then, something. Yeah, yeah, that also gives you, yeah. you get the same warm feeling back yeah. that you've given. Yeah. 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 Or so, gen- general compliments as yeah. well. Like,
2: yeah. you know, if someone suddenly tells you like, oh, you're just, always so nice it's like something that you don't really Mm -hmm. think about yourself and it's so important to write these things down because we immediately if we're in a bad mood forget all about this yeah this is just our natural response is like to just like yeah not whereas if we wrote it down it's like no
1: like i'm not a horrible person someone thought i was nice i've actually got uh, my diary it's called my goals which is spelled mi goals i've had it for the last couple of years and it's like a daily diary where i sort of journal and write everything that's happened but you can get different types of ones but the one that i've got it does have that every day it's got like a whole like you set all your different goals for the year which I haven't done yet Um, but (laughs) then you sort of it's done by month as well so you can sort of break things down but on every it's like one of those double pages this is like every day as is but then on the right hand side they've got like three good things that happened this week three things I'm happy about going into the week positive things mm. that happen all those little things and like habits oh, to form and again it's yeah. like what you're saying sort yeah. of writing everything yeah. down it I sounds think that's... so
2: cheesy but it really helps yeah, no, yeah. it does I'm I... usually the kind of person's like oh no
1: <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah, it, just it, it really helps yeah. it does being forced to think about good mm. things and write them down can then have positive oh yeah outcomes Sorry. oh I only had one other thing Racked which I did last year which I found really interesting and beneficial in a goal-setting way which um, there's a place in Soho called the London clinic of hypnotherapy and you basically can go in you can go in for any reason but there's this hypnotherapist called Lydia and I had a session with her and essentially she sort of talks to you you can do like three hour sessions but I think the most popular ones which is the one I did is like an hour session where she just chats to you about everything that's going on in your life or a bit of background like you know a normal sort of one-on-one session but then after that she sort of like drills down like what you might want to change in your life or what's you want to focus on and that can be really positive it doesn't just have to be like I want to stop doing this or stop doing that it can be really positive and then you lie down and put these headphones on and she records a 25 minute sort of personalized sort of hypnotherapy audio I suppose you could describe it as wow. and she it's got like amazing music in the background and it kind of does put you in a very relaxed state while she's talking to you about various different things and sort of reaffirming the stuff that you've been speaking about in a positive way and then at the end of the session you have that audio for yourself and you have to listen to it for 21 days in a row every morning that's when i did it and it's something really i i think you do it if you say if you did want to stop smoking or anything negative like that that wasn't why i did it but I do think there was something really positive about it, mm-hmm. just like having this moment to yourself every day when you listen to all these sort of positive things that are sort of very Ooh, personal wow. to you. Ooh, and I like yeah, I was doing that before sort of getting ready for work, and I felt it really did sort of yeah. go in. It was uh, really powerful. It was really yeah, interesting. Amazing. I'd really uh, recommend it if you want to of, do that. Yeah. yeah. And then one nice, fun one to finish on. Somebody is asking on the community where's a good place to go on holiday in march has anyone got any ideas well it depends mm. if you want it, if it's a very vague the question yeah, the that's beginning true. of the hot season yeah. i suppose I You could do many things you could do
3: so much i think easter falls at the very the last week of march yeah so avoid that if you don't want to yeah you know go any holidays where there could be kids um, or if you, paying sorry, if you want an adult, if you want an <laughs> holiday, yeah. Or paying through the nose, exactly. it's yeah. Expensive. All really yeah. expensive. Um, somewhere long haul like Mexico. That's what I know. It's just very exciting. Ooh. Um, I was gonna say yeah, I knew you'd be good to ask because of your Mexico trip. Yeah. But I'm I, so excited. you mm. So like Central and South America is that's a good time to visit. Um, also like the Caribbean is still really nice. Mm. Then closer to home, you know, if I wasn't going there, I would go somewhere like Porto for a long weekend. Mm somewhere european that's going to be a little bit warmer but not
1: too hot and you're not going to get that um in season all the crowds yeah i mean but anywhere really nice you mentioned skiing georgina where would you go well where would you suggest in march where there might still be some smoke so if it's end of was it end of march just
4: march march just well march. if it's early march you mm. can go anywhere but if mm. it's end of march you want to look high yeah high resorts and we just went actually before christmas to solden in austria and that has got three peaks that are all over 3000 meters which is really unusual in a ski resort normally you might
0: get hold up
4: one or two yeah um and they're all um kind of their own little ski area um each peak and uh it's brilliant it's an hour from innsbruck mm. and um we stayed at a hotel called Das central which i can recommend it was absolutely fantastic um so if it was march i'd probably head hi there somewhere like yeah. that nice was, yeah
1: great and yeah i just go all in on scotland i went last march i think it's a good time to go because it's not bitingly cold but it hasn't started to get really busy like it does in the summer so scotland all the way for me (laughs) (laughs) all right i think we'll leave that there thanks everyone uh thanks so much for watching and listening if you've got any questions for us please do email us at podcast.shillux we love hearing from you and don't forget to rate review subscribe and tell your friends and we'll see you next time goodbye